0: You are listening to the Baby Sleep Answers Podcast, the podcast that answers all your baby sleep questions, but it's also just your friend in your ear here to let you know it's normal to struggle, it's normal to have anxiety, and it's normal to want to sleep more. This is episode 12, and 12 is my favorite number for a few reasons, mostly because my birthday is on the 12th of the 12, and 12 has just always been... Uh, just an amazing number in my life and so today which also coincides with my baby girl's birthday weekend she turns two and I wanted to just spend this episode episode number 12 on my birth story for my baby girl it is a pretty crazy birth story and I have a lot of fun telling it so I just figured I would immortalize it and put it on here And maybe if you need a laugh you will enjoy this if you don't like birth stories or they freak you out which that was me a while back then do not listen to this but if you like birth stories you are in the right place now a brief background my first baby was born at 38 weeks my second baby was born at 38 weeks and when I was at 38 weeks with baby girl, I woke up with pretty painful contractions. They were coming about seven to 20 minutes apart, and then they slowed down to 40, 70, 60 minutes, and then seven, whatever. There wasn't a pattern, and I had actually been in pro-normal labor for a few weeks, which is basically you have consistent consistent, uh, contractions, and it's pretty terrible, and I don't wish that on anybody, but I was like, okay, it's 38 weeks. I'm not going to get ahead of myself, but it could be it. So we walked around, I did the mile circuit, I did curve working, everything I could. And then around 6pm that day, they started to be about every five to seven minutes and more painful. So I called my doctor's office. And I was like, Okay, what's going on? Because you know, they've been at five to seven minutes all day, they're not getting closer together. And they said, Well, you know what, just stay there. I don't know why they said that. But They said, stay at home until it gets closer to every four minutes. If it's been at five to seven for so long, how are you feeling? I said, you know, I'm fine. But I'm someone who just never freaks out. I'm just going to always go with the flow. I don't want to inconvenience anyone. And so I stayed home. But then around 7 p.m., about an hour later, I started to be around four, five minutes but I, I just had this fear that I would go to the hospital and they would tell me I was wrong and I was dumb and I did not want to waste that because also we had two kids. You know, I didn't want to call my mom to come watch the kids so that I could go to the hospital and be sent back. But my whole family was like, no, nah, just go. It's okay. And so my brother-in-law came over until my mom could drive over and I just felt so awful and you know but I was in a good mood I was in the car I was like Joe I cannot wait to get the epidural we are so close And it was a pretty close drive so the boys stayed at home we did bedtime I just got in the car And then in the car, my contraction started to slow down and I just felt so dumb. Like I was going to be the girl who cried birth and I hate that. I hate being wrong. I hate feeling like I'm inconveniencing people. And so we checked in and I was already like just not, not, you know, I wasn't in a lot of pain, but I also, I have a good high pain tolerance and I know my body. So I knew something was going on, but the nurse Um, I could tell she thought I was exaggerating because, you know, I was talking fine. I was in a good mood and she checked me and I was just about two centimeters. And so she looked at me like, "Eh, you know, I don't know what to tell you. And I said, okay, well, I don't know. And, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I feel like it's coming, but what do I know? I'm just a mom of two and this is my third one and it's 38 weeks. And I could tell they just thought it was too early. So they checked me again after an hour and it was just about one or two and they're like well you know the machine just says your contractions are more like 10 minutes apart and I was like well I'm feeling them more but okay I'll trust your little machine and so they're like why don't you go home and sleep and I said sure but I don't think I can sleep because I have insomnia and they said okay let me just give you some Ambien and then I was like okay well I'll take the Ambien but how do I know if I should come back and they're like well come back when you can't handle the pain And this is kind of when I knew they're like, okay, they're not taking me seriously, but you can't do that to people. You can't handle them compared to other people because I handle pain very differently. I kind of suck it in and I don't let it take over me. And, you know, I I, I just go through it. I don't know why there's something in me. I don't want anyone to know I'm in pain when I'm in pain. (laughs) So I hide it a lot. And so I was like, okay, that's not a very solid plan, but I mean, it's midnight. So let's go home. So we got home and I was just trying to sleep. I was on ambience, So I felt a little funky and I could feel contractions getting unbearable. And I was like, "Oh, well, I don't want to be the girl who called birth again. So let me just look at some apps. I bought like a $5 hypnobirthing app or something and I just listened to it. But then after a while, the pain was just too much. I was literally, I didn't know this, but I was in like almost transition in my bed. The pain was insane and I started swearing and I don't usually swear. So Joe like woke up and got worried. Um, because at this point I was just like sleep because I don't know what's going to happen. You go to sleep. I don't need you. I'm just going to power through this. Um, I need you to rest. And so that's why Joe was sleeping, but I woke him up from swearing. So he's like, you know what? I think we should go. And I was like, no, 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 let's just wait a bit longer. I don't want to be sent home again. Um, and actually I forgot something when we got there the first time, this was during COVID. And so we had to do some COVID screening and it wasn't too bad. You know, I was just having some contract. So I didn't care, but I just had to mention that a little bit, but anyway, um, once it's been an hour, I tell him, you know what, I can't stop shaking, <laughs> so I can't really think. So I think you should tell me what we should do, and just just a sweetheart, and he said, yeah, let's let's go to the hospital. Um, and I was like, Joe, can you please park the car? I was trying to be so I don't know why I do this, but I just try to be like as as chill as possible but i was in insane pain i was like can you just park the car and drop me off and he was like yeah sure and i go through the doors and they're like hey we need to screen you for covid and i was like are you kidding me you already screened me like three hours ago and they're like no we need to do this and so there i am in the most pain i've been in my whole life checking my name getting a little bracelet to say that i was screened what does that even mean like they didn't even do the test they just screened me they just had me sign that I didn't have COVID but anyways I was able to go to straight to um, labor and delivery while Joe parked the car he'd had no idea how bad I was he really didn't but um I was kind of like walking kind of like Quasimodo like a little zombie I was going to the elevator um, and then I had to stop to get a contraction so I leaned over a couch and I thought I was gonna die and at this point Joy Joe had like run and and he caught up with me, and someone offered us a wheelchair because I must have looked bad at this point, and I basically fell on it. And also remember, I was on Ambien, so my mind was super super foggy. I just I had no idea what was going on. After a while, I just knew that I was shaking, and it was insane pain, and I didn't know what was going on. But I was still so afraid of them sending me home again. So I was like, oh, I don't want to take this too seriously. We saw the same nurses, and I avoided their glances because I knew they thought I was exaggerating. But they wheeled me into triage, and a nurse, very condescendingly, was asking me if I was trying to breathe through the contractions. So I said, yeah, no, I can't breathe. And she said, oh gosh, I won't forget this. I'll never forget this. She said, oh honey, you have to breathe through them, okay? You just need to. And I said, I can't. And she went on and said, you know, it's really important. She kept talking about how important it is to breathe through contractions. And I really couldn't wait for her to stop talking so I could just lie down. And then she turned to Joe and said, will you please just remind her to breathe, okay? And I looked straight at Joe and I said, do not. <laughs> do not remind me to to breathe. And so he was like, I'm I'm not going to tell anyone to breathe. And so finally she left. And I told Joe, I had to go number two. And could we please just go get me some water? Because I was very thirsty. Now, if you've ever been through a birth without epidural, you know what's going when you feel like you need to go number two. I didn't know that. So I just went to the bathroom. And then I felt this intense need to push. And I mean, I thought that meant I had to go, you know, number two. But Something was weird, and I felt pain like I had never felt before. And I leaned down. I said, "Yeah, yeah, that's a head. I feel a head coming out." And then I was like, "Oh no, I, I don't want to do this. This, this must be the ring of fire. I've heard of the ring of fire. I don't want to go through this. I've heard it's extremely painful, so I don't want to do that." But then another voice in me was like, "Oh man, I don't, I don't think you have a choice anymore." So I was like, "Okay, I guess you know whatever. I'm going to call for Joe to come back." So. I asked him, I was like, hey, Joe, we need help. I think she's coming. And then I grabbed baby girl. She was coming out of me and I was over a toilet, but she never touched the toilet. And this is important. Um, And then a few minutes later, nurses ran in and they kept telling me not to sit down. And I was just so tired. I was like, I'm not going to sit down, but can you take the baby, please? And they were just all freaking out because, you know, I was in the bathroom. They should have taken me straight to delivery, but they had to triage me. And then they finally took the baby from me and I was feeling so exhausted. I mean, I had been in labor for almost 24 hours and I, oh, I don't even know how to measure that thing. But then I was like, hey, please get the placenta out. And I was just so tired and they didn't do anything. They like didn't know what to do. And then they were like, oh, does dad want to cut the cord? And I was like, I do not care. Just take the placenta out and let me go lie down because I was still hunching over a toilet. Um, and they're like, well, let's take a picture of dad doing it. And I was like, no, no, we don't want that. And then I don't really remember the rest because I was just losing a lot of blood by this point. And then the midwife came in and she was just like, you're losing a lot of blood, honey. And I was like, okay, well, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> and then they had to dig in to get a piece of stuck placenta, which was probably, I take it back from before. This was probably the most experienced, most extreme. Cruciating moment of my life and I was yelling at her to stop because it was so painful I had no pain medicine I was just on Ambien and so they gave me a few shots to try to help my uterus from clamp to help my uterus clamp and stop bleeding and they gave me Pitocin and Hemabate and who knows what else but I was just like coming in and out of it And apparently I showed a crazy allergic reaction to Hemabate because my legs started burning up and just having a huge rash where they gave it to me. And so (laughs) they gave me a shot of Benadryl and then some other kind of painkiller to knock me out because I think they were starting to feel bad for me. But I think they forgot I had an insane cocktail in my body now right after giving birth of Ambien, Benadryl, Hemabate. I don't know what less than two hours of sleep and I just started feeling high <laughs> and in so much pain I was so so confused and then at this point right after or right between I don't even know when they were digging that placenta out they decided it was a good idea to test me for COVID they decided it was a good idea to stick a little thing up my nose to see if you know maybe I had COVID because what was that going to change I don't know And I tried to swat the dumb stick away, but they kept prodding my nostril and I was crying and screaming at them. And you know, it was just so ridiculous. And the next day, you know, everything was fine. Uh, but the doctor came in and said, we want to take your baby. We're going to do a bunch of tests to make sure she doesn't have any bacteria since she was in the toilet. And I was, no, I don't remember much, but I know I never let my baby in the toilet and you're not going to take my baby from me and do a bunch of tests on her because I am done with this hospital. <laughs> um, and yeah, and obviously she had nothing cause she never touched the toilet, but I was completely scarred. And now I don't ever want to have another birth in that hospital. And it's funny cause my friend gave birth. A couple of months later in that same hospital and they kept asking her if she felt like she had to go to the bathroom and I think that's the new protocol because of me uh anyways I just wanted to relive that story and tell it to you guys because I find it very very fun um and also if you work in a hospital make sure you believe mothers don't treat them like they're idiots and don't give them ambient ambience when they tell you they're in labor okay that's all just wanted to share that story and let me know if you have any fun birth stories just email it to us and maybe i'll make a podcast with fun birth stories and not a whole podcast on episode okay i hope you have a great night